Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. What's up, everybody? I'm John. And I'm Kevin. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. Kevin, Kevin, how are you, my brother? My friend, I'm great. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying my bourbons. Uh, yes. What are we drinking? Uh, what do you got? At this point, I think it's still the bottom. It's the dregs of the Eagle Rare. Right now, it's just like there are a couple of ice cubes yeah, yeah. in here, like just floating. You knocked out some, uh, some American Spirit whiskey fiddler we did. earlier. We had a some fiddler. We had some blends. Yeah, it's been Kentucky a Kentucky represent. Uh, productive night it has been (laughs) (laughs) but it it has to be when we're getting through a movie of this magnitude a masterpiece really we're killing it uh we're talking about red sonja 1985 i don't even want to call it an arnold schwarzenegger vehicle not anymore no because he's like he's not it's not a it's not necessarily his show but well i mean let's be honest the last 15 minutes of this movie kind of are his show kinda. feats of strength and grunts it's just it, it is one it is like one long feat of strength and for a movie that's not supposed to be an arnold movie it ends up being sort of an arnold movie um but entertaining nonetheless oh dude for sure yeah you can't say this movie is not entertaining yeah it's great I'll kill you if you try i would never <laughs> uh all right so we like when we last met uh for a recap our nah. heroes were about to get into a fight no, no, with no. the machine, right? You're stepping right? on my toes right now. I'm just saying the machine, right? Yeah, they they, they they tangled with the killing machine. Right. Basically, what's going on, uh, we got Red Sonia, who's the, the hero of the story. Red Sonia, Kalidor, that Schwarzenegger. Right. Prince Tarn and his manservant, Falcon. They're trying to infiltrate the evil Queen Gedrin's castle to get this talisman, the MacGuffin of the movie, <laughs> it's the 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 object that has the power to destroy the world, and it's getting really close to destroying the world. No one knows how to use it. <laughs> no one knows how to use it or control it. But the good guys are trying to get it because they want to like neutralize it by hiding it in darkness, basically. Um, and they've infiltrated Queen Gedrin's castle, and they are like looking for it now. You know what would have been cool. A two-minute scene where some sorcerer or some uh, hostage, uh, high priest, priestess, whatever, had been forced to show Gedrin how to use it. How to use it? It would have taken. Sure. It would have taken two minutes. It's almost the thing. Yeah, you get the impression that this thing just is destroying aimlessly. Right. Like, just, but we know that it can be directed. It seems that way. The power can be directed. So, so uh, Sonia, Calador, and Falcon have entered the castle. They left Tarn outside to like watch the gate and stay out of trouble. Right. Um, they've decided for some reason the best course of action is we should all split up. No one that doesn't make sense because she's the only one that can touch it. But That's whatever. what I'm saying. Imagine a world in which <laughs> in which Falcon. Found the talisman. What is he supposed to do? Just now shriek what? loudly? Now he's got to go try to find Sonya or Kalidor. And remember somehow where he's come from. Yeah. Why? They should have stuck together, clearly. Yeah. But it's a way to, I guess, film shit without taxing Arnold too much. Always take your friends on dangerous trips, I guess. So anyway, <laughs> are we ready to pick up on this, the last exciting chapter? Bring it. All right, so the action picks up with Icol, 
Queen Gedrin's lieutenant slowly bumbling up a stairway, making a slow getaway with bags full of that gold that was sitting down in the coffers with no place that to go. That sweet, sweet booty. That's right. I call it's like the only smart, this is like the smartest thing anyone's done in this whole yep. movie. Agreed. So he sticks his hand in a hole in the wall. No, which, it was like the mouth of a face. Oh, was it? Is the mouth yeah. of a face and activates some kind of switch that opens the massive butthole front gate. <laughs> yeah, that where, big old butthole door. Where thankfully Prince Tarn's been camping out. Yeah. Tarn recognizes Icol, who he calls Gedrin's black spider. Which is weird because she has she has a spider. She has a literal spider. Yeah, she has an actual spider, but whatever. Sure. So Tarn does some sword flourishes, <laughs> but Icol just kind of shoves him backward. Yeah. <laughs> um Tarn stands his ground and gets back in Icol's grill, calling him out for deserting like a thief with Hablock's gold. Endless, he, endless sword displays yeah, just, from just, Tarn. Just slash, slash, slash. Then he slashes Icol's treasure sack, out of which pours Hablock's gold. Icol seems amused by this and then calls Tarn's actions unmannerly and says that rude little boys need correction. This was, he was bringing that evil tote voice oh, yeah. in that moment. We are not thirsty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me show you what I am used to. I love it. Yeah, he flings the Weird. empty sack at Tarn, draws his sword, and starts a swinging. They, they fight. <laughs> tried to lull him to sleep. Yeah, he did. It was like, like Yeah. He, he, like, so they fight for a moment, but I call disarms the prince. I call's got I some skills. Like, well, and Tarn is just, he's got kid strength. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Like, you just grab the sword and yank it out of his hand. Right. So, after some jawing, Icol comes at Tarn, but the prince beats ass with his mini femur club. Yeah. And, and disarms Icol using the same trick that Sonya used on him earlier oh, in the movie. I didn't catch that. Yeah. So, as Icol like lunges, Tarn just like grabs the sword and hits him with the club. Okay. So the prince holds Icall's sword to the guy's throat and gives him one last opportunity to yield. Come on, Tarn. The but, time has passed know, for man. all this yeah. shit. But Icall slaps the sword away. He like straight slaps, slaps him in the Tarn, face. Slaps Tarn in the face and then shoves him down and makes a run for it. As he starts to run, there's a quake from the castle mm-hmm. destroying via talisman power and it causes Icall to stumble. Tarn sees his moment, throws the sword at the mouth. Well, he throws it at Icall. Th- was he trying think, to hit Icall? I think he's throwing it at Icall, but misses. However, luckily, he hits the secret lever that seals the butthole gate. <laughs> so as Icall makes a last-ditch effort to escape, he trips, falls in the gateway, and then screams in agony as he's crushed by the gate. That was a fucked up way to die. I remembered I remembered that whole fight sequence like moment for moment. It like slowly rolled up his legs oh, and Oh, I dude. it was like some wicked witch shit. I remember there that was, big um, time. I might I hope I had the name of the movie right. I think there was a movie called Beast that came out like in the 80s. It was like a Russian tank crew in in Afghanistan. Ooh, okay. Um and that sounds intriguing especially given current and there Current was events. like, and the dude, it was an, I think it was American. It was like English speakers, whatever. But I feel like the dude who was like the tank commander mm-hmm. was like an evil bastard. And they had someone captive or some shit like that. And we're trying to make him talk. And they like laid the dude down in front of the tank and like slowly rolled the tank Oof. up his legs. And like, it's like, Oof. fuck that. I know nothing about that movie except that shit stuck with me because that's so fucked up. Oh, that is that's grim. But this is Big similar. Time grim. Like yeah. imagine Big being time. slowly crushed from your feet. Well, it's like it's you like, would live until it well, probably got to like your chest. It's like what we were talking about in um in Temple of Doom, where fucking slave drivers like holding on to the scarf. Oh, and like yeah, and totally. totally. The, and like getting fucking Pat pulled Roach. down in the, in the yeah, Pat Roach getting pulled down in the rock crusher. That's that's oof. Can't ugh, don't like it. I mean, that happens in every Indiana Jones movie, though. Someone gets slowly like, oh, the dude went in the propeller. Well, and in the tank uh, at the... at the Oh, yeah. At, yeah and, and, and falls and off Last the thing, Crusade. but then there are also guys that get run over in Last Crusade. So, anyway. So, Tarn, after Icall's dead, he picks a direction and decides <laughs> to run deeper in the castle. 
he does a risky business slide in a hallway and sure. come, and just happens upon the throne room where Gedrin's handmaiden sitting all alone. Yeah. Hey, there was this weird like sort of behind Tarn was this like sculpture basically. It was uh-huh. like a mobile with these gilded skeletons hanging from it. It looked like a tree with skeletons. So it was weird. Odd. Yeah, it's very odd. So the prince demands to know where Gedrin is. The handmaiden says she's gone and begs Tarn to protect her. Feels Tarn, pretty trappish. Yeah. Tarn like marches into the room triumphantly, but Gedrin pops out and like grabs him. At first, I will say I thought the handmaiden was like maybe was being held against her will. Yeah, Gedrin told her to do that. You know, like and that maybe this chick was just like a horrendous actress. That's what well, the, no, but the now that, it's like, oh, I think she was acting at hammy like bad acting on purpose. The vibe that I've gotten from Handmaid throughout the whole movie is that she is uneasy about being oh, finger banged I by Gedrin. I couldn't tell if she's into it or not. I think she is not into it and that Gedrin told Handmaiden to do this thing that she didn't necessarily want. I think Handmaiden's just like, I don't want to be here. It doesn't matter yeah. what I'm doing. I just don't want to be here. So so she's not like in love with Gedrin no, in your mind. Okay, no, cool. not at all. So... Cut to elsewhere in the castle. Sonia's still running around frantically looking for the Gedrin and the talisman. Clearly, she chose the shittiest, most convoluted path around the castle. <laughs> she comes to a stop. Camera comes in close, and she just screams, Gedrin! Where she, are you? I thought she was pretty good at making that face, like a sort oh, yeah. of fearsome face, but she just wasn't a great actress. Yeah, agreed. Um, we cut back to the throne room. Gedrin's holding a dagger to Tarn's throat and demanding to know how many are with him. At that Which, moment... Wait, wait. Wasn't she... Like, she's been watching this all on her... On her whatever vision. One would think. I don't know how the whatever vision works. We should mention that, like, earlier in the film... She saw there she, were three people the she, last time. She's got, she's got a big screen TV operated by magic powers that she can sometimes see what's happening, but then other times apparently inexplicably cannot tell what's happening. Yeah, it was odd. So at that moment, Sonia materializes from behind the throne. She just pops out of nowhere. The castle's layout is wacky. So she announces her present. Gedrin threatens Tarn's life and says that Havelock's about to lose the heir to its throne. Sonia says Gedrin's about to lose her own throne unless they pack the talisman up and call it a day. At that moment, a huge tremor shakes the castle. A big crack opens up in the floor. The that was tre- a fucking elaborate set. I, the, the it set, was awesome. The set is unreal good. The tremor causes Gedrin to fall backward and Tarn to fall forward. So Tarn's free now. Gedrin, as she's falling backward, finds a sword conveniently leaning against the wall. <laughs> Sonya tells Tarn to take the secret passage behind the throne and go find Kalidor and Falcon. Yeah. Gan- Gedrin's handmaiden is like, fuck this, and scoots out. She's oh, like, is bye. That, she, 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 she boogied out? She bolts. She's like, mm, bye. She's seen enough. So alone in the throne room now, Gedrin tells Sonya they could have ruled the world together, but now... She's going to rule alone, and Sonia will die for what she did to Gedrin. So for the face thing? That's what I want to ask. Is she is she mad because of the face? Spurned lover? Or is she mad, yeah, because of the rejection? Uh, Gene Siskel said, in a world where plastic surgery existed, this movie wouldn't have happened. That's what it was uh, <laughs> simply about the scar? She's, she's super vain. I think I I want She's wanna, deeply shallow. <laughs> I want to believe I want to believe it was about the you rejected me and like I can't let that go. Uh well, but is that more or less fucked up than you scratched my face? Maybe a little more. Maybe a, maybe a little less actually. No, yeah. what's truly fucked up is like has has Gedrin gone so mad that she can't she can't see that like the castle's fucking literally crumbling down around. No, I think, They're I think all she, gonna die. I think that she's like, I can get down to the basement and do something that's gonna stop this. I think she's totally of that mindset. She is <sighs> she thinks she's in total control of the god device. That's where Sonya's like, you know, you slaughtered my family, and she's like, fucking big whoop. Look what you did to my face. Yeah, that's <laughs> like uh, <laughs> tit for tat, I guess. I don't know. So yeah. That so, was some harsh shit. It reminded uh, me of um, ver- your family are vermin. Look at this scratch on my face. It reminded me of 
Joe Pesci in Goodfellas when he's talking about Spider and he's like, ah, their whole family, they was all rats. He probably would have grown up to be a rat. Uh, it's it's rough. So Sonya tells Gedrin she's insane, damn Skippy, and that the talisman's going to destroy her and everyone else. I love the music starting to ramp up into battle mode. Oh, the, nice. I love the great, this wide shot of the two of them, like stepping toward each other with swords drawn and they begin to circle. That shot's badass. Very, mm-hmm. very cool. And then they start fighting. I feel like the Sandal Bergman still had like some leftover Conan the Barbarian like training yeah, in her. big time. She was a badass. The way that she approached with the sword, I was like, wow, she looks like she knows what she's doing. Gedrin has some skill, but Sonya overpowers her and knocks her down. A huge tremor gives Gedrin time to get away, but she knows she's in trouble. She tries to run, but Sonya is like right on her heels. I mean, Sonya, as far as we know, she's, like, she's the most skilled sword fighter in the world, right? In this world, in this region, yeah. So yeah, it stands to reckon like you're going to whip yeah, absolutely. Queen Gedrin's ass, Yeah, for exactly. Sure. So Gedrin runs to the magical viewing device from earlier. <laughs> she stands in front of it. Sonya takes a big swing, but the sorcerer, who's apparently been there the whole time... He's just been chilling. ...does a quick spell, and Gedrin disappears and reappears up on a ledge on the other side of the room. Dude is How just, does that fucking thing work? He's been hanging out with his potions. I wish, I wish that, that I wish when the music had ramped up, it cut over to him and he'd been like with his hands on his headphones, like do 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 do. Him and his fucking like muscle bound gimp like, that he's got with him. Yeah, on a, he should have had him on a chain. On a chain. Yeah. <laughs> so Sonia runs up the staircase towards Gedrin, makes a move to stab, but the sorcerer does his thing again and transport Gedrin back down to the center of the room where she was. Where she starts laughing her ass off. Dude, <laughs> there's something so hot to me about evil chicks. Like, in life, you know that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, know that about I know, me. I know um, this. Yeah, it's a problem. It's She thinks this is hysterical, and I guess we'll all just die while Sonya runs around and Gedrin magically zips around the room. That's another moment <laughs> where Sonya, like, flips off that ledge, and I'm 99% sure it was, like, an Italian diver, like a man. That stunt fucks hard, though. It's badass oh, yeah. looking. I, I, I was trying trying my best on Amazon to like pause and like advance frame by frame. Same. I was trying and to do I was that like, cause mm, that's definitely like, they found an amazing stunt person, a very slender man, I think is what it was like with, but he had big shoulders and the, big the arms. flip is massive. It looks amazing. So suddenly a miscellaneous goon who we reckon is maybe the guy who was assigned <sighs> to magically move the TV earlier in the That's movie. That's what I think. I think it's the wizard's gimp. Wizard's gimp. <laughs> he appears and gr- I love that he does this like one hop jump and grabs Sonya. And she like just like turns around and kills the dude. She killed him so fast we never even got to see his face. He's an electrician. He doesn't have the skills. So... <laughs> As Sonya stalks toward Gedrin, the, the sorcerer throws some more spell shit around, transports the queen to the, her throne. But Which was like a, 10 feet away. So does Gedrin know where he's sending her? Because she would have had to have been prepared to, to be, land in her throne to like just land with her legs crossed and like one hand in She was in like a pose. in a sexy pose, she was wasn't pose. she? was like, That's a good call. I don't know. Is there some... He's like... Sending you to your to your throne. <laughs> she, on didn't, she didn't calling know. calling thrones and go thrones. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, she lands in like some sexy sitting position. Anyway, as Sonia makes her way up to the dais, the sorcerer slashes a plate in front of him on his potion table with his dagger, and a cut appears in Sonia's shoulder. So apparently he knows voodoo. That's like that should have been the first shit. Yeah, he like did. start with that. Slash her throat. Yeah. <laughs> Movie over. Done. She conquers whatever city-state Gedrin wins. So, anyway, he does it again, and another cut appears on Sonya's thigh. The cuts look rowdy. Good makeup effect. Yeah. Um, Gedrin looks amused by all this, just up there rocking around in her throne as the as the world literally falls down odd, around yeah. her. She was into it. Yeah, she's like... But then, did you notice, she, like an idiot, she gives this, like, sideways glance toward the sorcerer is that when sonia noticed yeah the sorcerer? She, so gedrin gedrin smiling at sonia then looks sideways like off stage left and then sonia's like what's over there and then finally spots the magician the sorcerer and i but i love the dude's like he like jumps he's like oh shit she's I've seen me seen. fuck so sonia runs over 
wrecks the potion table, then <laughs> then rounds on him. He's so frightened, he makes no attempt to fight or run. Gedra and I thought, like, she looked like she was getting off on she this. She was getting off, but also, like, I don't think she was worried until after Sonya cuts the dude's head off. Another flying head in the air. It just flying in the air. Love that. And then it's at this point that Gedrin's like, oh... And she's like, sort of like perched in her chair, like, oh, I didn't think that that was going to happen. It was like a delayed realization of like, oh, shit. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So she jumps up from her throne, makes a run for it. Sonya follows. Elsewhere, Kalidor and Falcon have found each other. Thank God. Again. Yeah. Tarn does another risky business slide, <laughs> sees them, and then it's like, hey, follow me. Follow me. So cut back to the ladies. Gedrin reaches the Chamber of Lights. Uh, you remember the it's like a room full of candles, right? She pulls a lever to close a gate over the entrance, but Sonia arrives just in time to roll under it. Fucking great opportunity for Gedrin to just hack her when why she's on be, the ground. Like, why not be there ready to just swipe? So anyway, they begin dueling again, but now for some reason it seems m- more evenly matched than before. Like Gedrin's getting yeah. as good as she's getting. And I thought like couldn't could Gedrin not use the the talisman in some way to kill right? her like why wasn't she in there with the talisman in hand and just like kill sonia and that would be maybe that. i i don't know maybe it doesn't work that way maybe it's only like just broad destruction maybe it's only storms and earthquakes i guess so <laughs> I can you strike I, her with a lightning bolt or some shit i don't know yeah so anyway calador tarn and falcon are drawn to the sounds of battle they reach the gate and see sonia and gedrin battling inside Calador, this this part Son, cra- Sonia over here over like here yelling at Sonia trying to get her attention like she's not the busiest person on his team. She's a little like yeah, she's like what the fuck man? Can you Sonia hey, over here come over here open the door <laughs> come on Calador anyway Calador yells at Falcons like help me open the gate so they lift it enough for Tarn to slide underneath. Rather than pull the lever, I felt like to, oh, pretty sure that Tarn could have just fit through the lattice work of the probably, gate. They, they could have stuffed him through at least. Yeah. So rather than pull the lever to open the gate, <laughs> Tarn screams, "Death to all tyrants!" Does some more <laughs> sword flourishing and then runs toward the fight. He was on his John Wilkes Booth shit. He was sick, simper Tyrannus. <laughs> so at that moment, a tremor opens a big crack in the center of the room, and of course, Tarn nearly falls in. The floor starts to buckle from the quake. Gedrin and Sonya are both knocked off their feet. As she falls, Sonya whacks the shit out of her head. Yeah, that was a she, big bump she yeah, took. She like, she's like having trouble getting it together. Calador and Falcon continue to try to lift the gate, while Tarn... He's now somehow trapped under some rubble. He's do you, like, do you reckon the gate's really heavy, or is it like a mechanism's holding it closed? Both. I think it's uh, probably made of some metal, and then there's also some counterweight pushing down on it. Okay. So there's some mechanical um, contrivance that's making it hard to lift. So like, Tarn is yelling, "Sonia, help me!" Gedrin, yeah, he's become like trapped under some rubble. Yeah, like a candelabra fell on him or something. Gedrin manages to get to her feet, finds her sword, and starts to very, very slowly make her way toward the dazed yeah, like, Sonya. Sonya, behind you! Yeah, Tarn sees it's like, bitch, look! <laughs> Sonya finally finds her feet. Like, as soon as she looks up and sees Gedrin, it's like adrenaline kicks in. She jumps up, grabs her sword, and the fight continues. I feel like Sonya's like, she's pissed off now. Yeah, Gedrin was taking her sweet-ass time. Like, get over there with a quickness. Anyway... <laughs> Sonia starts wailing. This this part's awesome. Like Sonia's just like unrelenting, wailing away against a now completely outmatched Gedrin. Like all of a sudden, Gedrin can only like hold the sword up and block. Yeah, and like just yeah. basically getting. It reminds me of the in the the scene at the end of Karate Kid Two where Chosen can just like sit there and take the blows as they're coming from Daniel. I also thought about um when. Luke was wailing on Darth like, Vader at the in, end of in Jedi. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Just all you can do is kind of hold the lightsaber there. So um, Sonya keeps keeps at it. She keeps coming until she breaks Gedrin's sword. Yeah. And then stabs her through the heart because that's her move. Gedrin looked like in shock or like heartbroken about yeah. how things have played out yeah. here. Uh, she falls into the chasm in the floor. 
which seems to open into a lava river. <laughs> the hot lava, the yeah. magma. So end the days of Gedrin. Very the like the one like Gollum into Mount Doom. But anyway, like Sonya. It, it made me wonder. Like uh, I wonder who was the first person to realize that like watching the bad guy fall from a great height is like such a cathartic ending. Because it happens in so many movies. I just wonder when like when that was like, oh, the visual of that is great. The visual of it, but more importantly, is because it's better to watch them be destroyed than to be like, did they die? Yeah. They're like, I want to watch them. I want to make sure that that happened. It's not in an instant. It's like you get a few seconds of like. Yeah, it took, it took Gedrin a while Hans to fall. Gruber type yes, shit. Yes, exactly. The Emperor. I love that Sonya sort of skips the chasm like it's nothing. <laughs> Takes the talisman off its pedestal and tosses it down into the lava. I'm not so sure the lava would count as darkness. If anything, it's more light. It's like. The candlelight was giving this thing energy. I feel like it, yeah. it'd be like an atom bomb, maybe. <laughs> anyway. Well, there is this huge energy. Right. Like the destruction continues. It's like it's sort of like when the emperor hits the core of the Death Star and like explodes. So there yeah. seems to be a big energy release as the talisman hits the lava. There are explosions and bright flashes. Sonia manages to help Tarn free himself. Kalidor and Falcon lift the gate enough for Tarn to slide under. Again, why didn't they open the gate from the inside? I don't know. And it, like, it made me wonder, was, uh, there had to be a way to open it, right? Yeah. Like, Gedron wasn't planning to just be trapped in there forever. No. So it seems like the gate's not open wide enough for Sonya to fit under. So Kalidor's solution is that he's going to hold the gate himself to this point, he hasn't been able to lift it by himself. Yeah. <laughs> while Falcon pulls Sonya through. Feet, he, of, feet of strength number... I mean, I'm going to start a list right now. So this is um, finale feet of strength number one. But it's like, surely if you can hold it by yourself, then the two of you could lift it a little higher. Yeah, much higher. So Sonya squeaks through. Um, she's always... This is also another example of her being in need of a man's help. Mm. Um, we also see the entire castle seems to be imploding. The main tower is exploding on the outside. Not the best model work I've ever no, seen. It, this part looks cheap because it looks like some fiberglass just like breaking apart. Um, the good guys run for it um, as the castle's falling down around them. As they're running, there we see this like <laughs> beam falling. Calador runs up, stands <laughs> under it, braces the broken beam with his shoulders. The others pass under it. Feet of, feet of strength number two, sloth love chunk. They were deliberate walking under it. They were like, yeah. we're taking our sweet time. And it was Arnold, like some... Arnold straining with all his might to make his veins bulge Dude, and it shit. was like the most constipated face you've ever seen. Urgh. It was like some, some Samson or like Hercules type yes. shit. As soon as he steps aside, the beam and the ceiling above it collapse. Outside, we get more shots of the castle tower exploding, a la Baradur in Return of the King. Nice. Inside, Tarn leads the way back toward the main gate, but there's collapsed rubble blocking the way. Uh, <laughs> I love that Falcon's like, how do you know? And Tarn's like, this is the way I came in, you clown. <laughs> <laughs> you, you stupid oaf. Thankfully, Kalidor is able to perform his third feat of strength in the past 45 seconds. <laughs> Nice. And moves a big stone block that opens the way through. Once yeah. clear of this, they reach the gate, but the gate's still sealed. Also still looking like a sphincter. Still like a big asshole. Uh, Kaldor and Falcon try to push it open, but to no avail. Tarn says... Wait, dude, you already tried to yeah, push this you gate. did this once you before. You know you can't move this shit. It's maybe, not lighter from the inside than the outside. Maybe, I don't know. So Tarn's like, wait, I know how to do this, and like crawls back under the rubble which collapses immediately behind him. Right. So he pulls the sword out, which he threw earlier to uh, activate the counter lever that crushed Icor. And <laughs> yeah, then did they step over the... the that's well, what no, I'm they wondering. Like, yeah, I, 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 I want to know the same question. So he pulls the sword out and flicks the switch, which causes the gate to start opening back up. Great for everyone except for Tarn, who's trapped on the other side. He's, He's like, like still berating. Yeah. Go, Falcon. you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah, you big stupid. Oaf. Yeah. Probably calls him an oaf. He, uh, he's like telling the others to leave. Instead, Kalidor performs his fourth feat of strength and lifts the entire pile of rubble 
with relative ease, yes. which allows Falcon to drag Tarn through unscathed. That, that was the shit that had me like, if you can lift this, that gate should have been a piece of cake. Yeah, it's like you should have been in the in the castle an hour ago, and like like sneaking up on Gedrin, like yeah. no problem. Anyway, as the foursome run through the butthole gate, <laughs> the castle stepping over the corpse of Icol, yeah, I guess. Actually, Icol, yeah, I called him Icor earlier. Icol. The castle completely explodes and a plume of fire shoots up from the remains of the building. Uh, I feel like this is like the talisman doing its thing. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not lost its power. Right. It's still down there. So do you, I mean, like eventually the earth will collapse in on it. And it would be dark. When, when, yeah, one thinks and then it'll be. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It'll drain like a battery. So uh, later on, they're all riding away. Sonya points out uh, that Prince Tarn and Falcon need to head back in the direction of Hadlock. They had, they knew the way, don't yeah, it's they? Like, bitch, like it's right over there. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably still smoke rising from the ruins. This Facts. is only like a week, a week ago. Uh, Tarn tells her, "Hey, girl, come visit sometime. <laughs> also, I'm gonna need a queen one day." Mm. Calador's like, "Choose carefully," and. Make it a rule to never... He says, choose carefully, and then he says, I personally make it a rule to never take a woman unless she can defeat me in a fair fight. Oh. Callback. Yeah. So Sonya's like, that's a challenge I might have to think about someday. Fuck, that was a weird, awkward delivery. Uh, That was... That's a challenge I might think about someday. That was her worst delivery of the entire movie. I... um, In my opinion. This is kind of over now, so I'll mention it. But I was like briefly dating uh, this woman who was like from Kazakhstan. Uh huh. And and she would talk kind of like this, where it was just clear, like you're doing the best you can. I to, learned these to phrases in English. English. Well, that's a challenge I might think about someday. Oh, mm. Okay, sure enough. Yeah, sure enough, well, babe. You have to give props to them for learning the language. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But, no. No but doubt. Also, but also, Her. it's like it's like. It, it makes the encounter uh, disingenuous. <laughs> yes. So, Kalidor says, all right, let's do it now. <laughs> Dismounts, draws his sword, grinning like a fucking idiot. Yes. Sonya's like, sure, why not? And does the same. Oh, fuck. Are you fuckers not worn out? They've been, they've been nonstop fighting for 14 hours. <laughs> 14 so, days. Yeah. So... Falcon smiles and rolls his eyes as the two begin to circle each other. They trade a few blows, but then immediately they like start making out. I feel like Falcon's like all of us. He's like, just go, just fuck each yeah. other. Tarn's like, even Tarn's like, eh, I've seen enough. Let's go home. Um, yeah, they're smooching it up, and it's a fucking like kind of an awkward. There was no passion there. No. They just like mashed their faces together. Yeah, I, I gotta like, I don't think that Arnold. For all of Arnold's charisma, I feel like he's probably not like a great on-screen kiss. Yeah, because behind the scenes, the two were fucking. Apparently, yeah. Well, yeah, naturally. But, <laughs> but I feel like, but I feel like as soon like on screen, like I feel like it does something to you. Yeah, where you, I where can't Arnold's probably think of... trying to think actor, trying to think charisma, trying to think all the movies he's watched before. Like, it can't come across. I feel like in Arnold's mind, he's probably like, it can't come across too crass. Also, she's 21. Like, who knows? That's facts. He was probably mid-30s. Yeah, I mean, it's there's all kinds of weirdness. So, Tarn and Falcon right off in the sunset as Sonya and Kalidor continue to make out and roll credits. Facts. That was quick. They made with the efficient 80s ending, like, just fucking... Roll credits. But I love the pullback wide shot again of like this moor wherever they are with the horses there and yeah, like they're yeah, making yeah. out in the fog in the background. Like they did a great job with the natural surroundings where they were filming. Like I wonder what part of Italy that is. I don't know. You've been to Italy. I haven't. I, it has to be somewhere in the Piedmont or the Marche. Like, like is that like, like the, the northern half? Like the, so the Apennines like run down. So it would have to be like the, they sort of run down the middle of the country. So it had like. I would say more north, though, like okay. getting getting closer to Lake Country and Dolomites. Because the south and is sort of like arid, right? I, I would like, yeah. I mean, the south is much more like warmer, drier. Okay. 
not tropical climate, but like Mediterranean, stereotypical Mediterranean climate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the north is is more temperate, mountainous. You're gonna get fog, things like that. Uh, listeners, just so you know, we we don't know exactly where this was filmed, so don't hate at us for not knowing exactly where it was. All we know, it, it was it was Italy. It, it looked like, but it could have been. It looked like it could have been York or Scotland or something yeah, like yeah, that because of the, I, I the do, way the atmosphere. At least was the internet leads me to believe it was Italy. Yeah, I know the original Conan. I think was filmed in Spain. Okay, but this was, but this, according to the internet, yeah. was Italy somewhere. There, there are places where. That that is not hard for me to believe, and I've spent some time in some of those places. Should we get into some facts about this movie? Fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, the budget for this movie close to eighteen million dollars. Yeah, I bet you that was higher than like the original Conan the Barbarian mm-hmm. and other films. It was viewed as a bomb, right? Did not even break seven million. Well, that was in the U.S. In the U.S. That I couldn't find any information about global the worldwide box office. We have to we have to assume this, that it probably this definitely got an international release. Yeah, had to have, and I feel like in Europe it would have been a big thing, especially because it it has a very international flair to it. Yeah, so I bet you it did okay. It, I bet it. I bet it broke even. But it wasn't a blockbuster by any means. No. Yeah. Said we mentioned this in an earlier episode. Said said Arnold. It's the worst film I've ever made. I tell my kids that if they get out of line, they'll be forced to watch Red Sonja 10 times in a row. Yeah, critics, like, destroyed it. Yeah. I feel like if I was a kid seeing this movie in 85, I would have dug it. I would have been, like, content, you know? The great Leonard Maltin said it was, quote, spectacularly silly and that... Ennio Morricone's score was far better than a film like this one deserves. That's probably true. Ditto for the costumes and sets, he said. I Which read another... Was, that's also true. I read another critic review that said the acting was worse than words can explain. <laughs> but I would say that the brunt of that falls on Brigitte, and also, as good as the actress that played Gedron was... She was not a powerhouse actress. Yeah. She was she was effective, but she was not She wasn't able to be like grandiose. She didn't no. couldn't channel that. Um now I want a Red Sonia remake. A dude. Yes. Big time. The world like I was watching it and thinking like, oh, this is a movie that you could make it now right. and how it'd about, be badass. Kate Blanchett as Gedrin. They've missed the window for um Yes, Kate Blanchett. They, I feel like it's, they've missed the window for Charlize to be Red Sonia. Red Charlize could be Gedrin. Yeah, she'd crush that she'd shit. Fucking crush it. I don't know who is the modern uh, who could play Red Sonia right now. I don't know. There, there are a dime. Oh, there are a bunch of them. Um, there was Brie Larson. Remember, um, like, what's his name? Robert Rodriguez was trying to make this movie. With um, Rose McGowan as Red Sonia. What about the actress that played um, uh, Kissed by Fire Maiden in Game of Thrones? Jon Snow's woman, the the wild oh, the redheaded. Woman. Yeah, um, she could play her. I, I great actress. Like, I'm so do sorry. Do you need I can't someone who's like nah, six you don't, foot? You don't. No, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I feel like that's what they were basing it on in 85 is like, we need someone who's tall. I feel like you would need some, you would want someone that's, I feel like you would want someone that's a little smaller that appears like smaller, but mightier, but maybe that's just okay. me. I read um, ass, in 85 when they were doing their casting, they tried to get Sigourney Weaver. Interesting. That's interesting, right? She would have been old. I was to, about to say, she would have been old to play the role, but she had the height, I guess. And like the gravitas. If you're trying to, she could have also been an awesome Gedron. That, but that's the thing is like, uh, yeah, yeah. Sigourney Weaver would have been an amazing Gedron. Still could be an amazing Gedron. True. Um, I think that there are a lot of actresses that could play the role of Sonia, um, and I would watch it. And a lot of actors that could easily play the role of Calador in a much more and and play him in a much more um, backup role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, you know, it's Arnold, so he ends up being like the the central. I want to see. Figure. I want to see Arnold as Falcon now. 
<laughs> he could, he, could pull be, uh, he, could, he has a comedic chops to do it. Um, you know, I would say, luckily, this didn't really hurt Schwarzenegger's career. Like, even as, as much of, I guess, of a disappointment. That's the thing is, like, I feel like when people saw it, they probably weren't like, this movie sucks. They were probably like, it's fine. fine. We it, This is what we expect. Um, it was as good as Conan the Destroyer. Yeah. I loved that Siskel and Ebert reviewed this movie in the same episode of their show as, in the same episode, they reviewed Back to the Future, oh. Mad Max, and Silverado. <laughs> Oh, fuck. So they were like, oh, this is a piece of this shit. This was the bottom of the fucking barrel. Okay. The film. Fair. Uh, so they said the film is so inept. There are times when it's actually fun, especially when the actors struggle through dialogue that sounds like they've already read the Mad Magazine parody of the film. Uh, yeah, Roger Ebert said there are times during the movie when it was so ridiculous that I really did think it might be a satire of sword and sorcery. The way the movie respects the single greatest unwritten law of sword and sorcery movies, which is when the hero is surrounded by three dozen enemies that always come at him one, of a, one at a time, is like, that was ridiculous. And then Siskel said, it was just a bad, it was bad movie making. And, and then he called out the Buddha that looked like it was taking a shit. <laughs> I, I feel like technically... A lot of the the people on the technical side of making this film obviously like were very Crushed skilled it. people. Crushed it. The the costume, the hair and makeup folks, the cinematographer was off the hook. The 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 filming. I want to know how much were they hamstrung by bad acting or by like last minute script changes or weather? Like yeah, what was the deal? What I feel was like, what was I holding feel like back? They must have been rewriting it minute by minute to see how much they could milk out of Schwarzenegger. Yeah, good call. You know, because I my understanding is that originally that character was meant to probably appear in like a couple of scenes. And then it was a, a situation where, you know, they did a lot more. But this shit, yeah, played nonstop on TBS. Movies for guys who like movies. It was it was there. Yeah, I read where like Dino, you know, was searching Dino De Laurentiis, that is, was searching high and low for the right actress to play Red Sonia. He offered the role to Sandal Bergman, we right, mentioned right, earlier, right. offered it to, I think, Sigourney Weaver, um, whatever. But eventually, like, he saw this 21-year-old Brigitte Nielsen. was like, oh, damn, she's got the look, you know. She's got the touch. She's got the touch. But uh, offered her the role. She never acted in anything before. And it's it a shows. She was definitely not like a trained actress. You know what, though? For someone who had never acted in a movie. She did okay. She did all right. Like she, and and not speaking her native language. Mm -hmm. You have to take that into account, right? It's like Van Damme. It's like, I bet you if he was acting in French, he'd probably do a little better. Brigitte Nielsen, she did a pretty damn good job for never having been in a movie. And this was supposed to be like, I guarantee the studio was like hoping it would be huge. Oh Arnold yeah, no doubt it. it was, and I think it came out in the middle of summer. Like right. it was expected to be a big hit. Yeah. So, you know, kudos, hats off to Brigitte for stepping into a high pressure situation. My last bit of trivia that I thought was interesting was that Paul Smith Falcon, okay, apparently had a black belt in Taekwondo. Fucking shit! That he was man, light on his feet. That big man moves. Like a martial artist. Yeah, dude, I love that. I believe that. it. I love that shit. I thought that was super interesting. Well, I saw where Brigitte Nielsen, I, you know, it, it. yeah, I agree with you. It's it's harsh to, like, lay into her. Oh, you can. She's not an actress. She's not claiming to be fucking, like, Juilliard trained. No. Or anything like that. But she won the Razzie, if you can call it one. She won the Razzie for, like, worst new star in 85 she had this movie come out and then rocky four came out at the end of the year right and i thought she was fine and she was fine in rocky four yeah i thought she was great in rocky ice queen type yeah you know whatever she was doing there um but yeah we should talk about schwarzenegger's involvement in this film absolutely because it's complicated right (laughs) like yes he basically he had a deal with dino he was under contract to de laurentis Mm mm-hmm who was like, come on this movie and do it like a cameo. Do a cameo for me in the Red Sonja movie. And he's like, oh, Dino, I love you. You know, you gave me my start. Yeah, of course I'll do it. And he signed up, I think, to do a week of work. 
mm-hmm. and you know was there for like a month and Dino you know like he's ends up being in half the movie basically right right um and I think that was like that soured the relationship basically between him and Dino he's like you know because Dino didn't want to count that against his contract what he's like Dude, no no this was on. a cameo that's where they struck the deal I think that he'd do raw deal which we've talked about right yeah and that would be that would that would be the end of his contract with Delorentis. But then still Arnold fucking class act came through later when Delorentis was like going bankrupt and was like, you know what? Uh, the people at what I think Caralco, like let's buy the rights from Delorentis to um, total recall, get him out of like, you know, get him out from underwater or whatever right. it was. Right. And like, I'll do that. And yeah, like, Fucking stand up ass. We'll call, move. It, we'll call it even. Yeah. Schwarzenegger is, I feel like, one of the last of a breed, maybe, of those kinds of stars. Like old school. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that he and, like, off the top of my head, like, Costner and Tom Cruise is probably the last, like, major studio holdover from, like, the old days. Yeah. From, like, the 70s, 80s. Yeah. There was also Schwarzenegger and Brigitte had an affair on set. Mm-hmm. I feel like Brigitte, good for her, man. I feel like she would fuck men. Like, she would be like, oh, I'm around Schwarzenegger. I'm attracted to him. Like, I'm going to make him mine. Same with um, Stallone. Stallone. You know, I feel like I bet you she fucked. Oh, no, maybe she didn't fuck Dolph Lundgren. We'll have to ask our friend with the, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I must break this podcast if they had it going on. But uh, you know what? Like Schwarzenegger was dating already Maria Shriver at the time, but I think they've both sort of copped to the fact that yeah, like we were fooling around on set. Yeah, um, Brigitte Nielsen was like physically nearly a perfect constructed human. Yeah, she was. Yeah, beautiful like bone structure, all that type shit was like flawless. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a gifted actor. <laughs> I'll well, forgive I mean, but her for she that. Had, she, I would say that she's like. Van Damme or Schwarzenegger. She had good instincts, and if she'd been given more opportunities and taken less advantage of, and maybe made like and maybe could like act whatever, in Danish yeah, or whatever the fuck, yeah, language, she probably could have killed it. Set her up for success and better situation. So she did this movie. Then I think went right into doing Rocky Four. Mm-hmm. Um, she married Stallone after like a whirlwind romance. Uh, I think they were they were like can married. You, is there a uh, what would their romance look like with Stallone? I just don't, I don't know how that worked out, but I think they married towards the end of 85. They were married for like 19 months, basically, <laughs> and then they separated. Amazing. Um, yeah, she dated, like, famously dated Flavor Flav yep. for a hot minute. Yep. They met on some reality show. Was now, it? Was it wasn't, that? was it a... It wasn't Flavor of Love. I think it was like... I think it was the surreal life. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like a bunch of B-level type celebrities yeah, yeah, living yeah, yeah. in a house together. But what an odd combo. But um, I think she also had like substance abuse problems, yeah. which you know pretty, happens. Pretty I well think, documented. Probably could fall into that pretty easily if you're like given the world at a young age, especially. Like bringing it to you, literally. Now she's currently married to a dude who's about our age. Yeah, she had a kid in 2018 at age of 54. Get it, girl. That's fucking incredible to me. That's awesome. Um, good for her. I hope she's happy. I hope she's thriving. She turned up in Creed 2, which you probably, I, I don't know if you've seen, seen that yet. yet. I haven't seen, um, no. She looked good and she looked healthy again, so good for her. I hope she's doing well. Hell yeah. But yeah, basically. She could she could play the high priestess in Red Sonja the Dude, remake. that would be badass. Wouldn't that be awesome? You know what? Or she could even play like the fucking, the. The the the, Varna the fairy the fairy oh, of yeah. um the fucking fairy exposition <laughs> the exposition fairy yeah the blue fairy that'd of be vengeance cool that'd be awesome she could even play with the mother of Red Sonia or something it'd be badass she gave her some more to work with but there's been yeah there's been rumors of a reboot I'd love to see it happen there should be because this movie could be made and made much more effectively than the first round it's got a lot going for it yeah like. A strong like lore to it you know yeah i feel like the, yeah i feel like the time has come to like do this or you know what would crush it is this as a series 
Ooh, that would be awesome on Amazon or something yeah, like that. Yeah, someone that just put really, some money really into good. it, you know? Yeah, Make it I'm a multi-episode thing. I would watch that. It'd be really good. I'd be into it. She gets into it with the fucking adventures and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm into it. So I think this is like an intellectual property that should be mined. It should be, especially now. Because like, it hasn't been done well yet. Mm-mm. No. That's the thing that gets me is like, if you're going to remake shit, remake something that you can make better. Agreed. Like, don't make a new Conan the Barbarian movie because, like, that's uh, the first one was great. Did you watch the remake of Conan with Momoa? No, yeah. I never. I didn't see Same. it. Same. I heard it was awful. I think I tried to watch it and I couldn't. I don't think I, I couldn't make it try. more than a few minutes. Did not even try. Um, no offense to Jason Momoa, I love him, but I'm like, eh. I feel like he's found his zone now. Like he was really good in Dune. Yeah, and he was really good as Khal Drogo. Yeah, I feel like he. That's. He, Aquaman? Eh, I don't know. Didn't see any of the. I didn't. I didn't see a single DC movie yet. I and I'm. I know. I, if you're listening, There's I'm so, sorry. It's just. Man. I mean to, but I just haven't gotten to it yet. Nah. Outside of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, like I don't. They don't do a lot for me. Yeah, although the first Wonder Woman was badass. That one I did see. Did that, see one. That? that one was awesome. And, and I saw. And I saw the first Henry. I saw well no I saw Henry Cavill Superman the first one and I saw that was bad though I saw the one where um, Doomsday killed Superman and I was like was that Justice League no was it Batman uh, versus Superman Batman versus Superman okay which that one was I was okay. like what the fuck like that's the thing these movies are so quick to blow their load it's like we need to get it all out it's like bring doomsday is a superman killer why bring him out in this movie do something else anyway you know what is good and you should go home and watch is birds of prey Ooh, the like I, harley I, quinn yeah, movie was really that. fucking solid all right i'll check that out and you and mcgregor fucking slays in that it's like almost the best performance i've ever seen him give like That's he's incredible praise. in that who's he, who is he in that movie he is um he plays black mask okay yeah awesome. well, i don't know much about that world i never yeah. heard of him I heard of that villain of from the from Gotham. Yeah, he yeah he's just a yeah like an anti. He gives such a good performance. It's fucking it'll blow your mind. Yeah, he's, he's a badass gangster. Yeah, he's sort of yeah. like a Red Skull, but not on an international level. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking put that on to fall asleep. There tonight. you go. Well, Anywho. with that man, we've talked circles around this. Yeah, dude, have you guys enjoyed it? Red Don't Sunday. care. I hope so. <laughs> we hope we you did. did. <laughs> we sure as shit did. We, we actually, we do care if you did. Um, let us hear about it. Yeah, dude. Um, fucking find us. I, we don't, we're we very underactive on social media. Uh, we need to get but, better. You we know, need to be better about it. If you want us to be more active, how about that? If you want us to be more active, fucking add us, tag us. Hit us on the Facebook. Tell us we're to on the fucking Twitter. wake up. <laughs> uh, you know, in, we're in the meantime, busy dudes, I yeah. guess. Ish. <laughs> But we, we we do we hope you enjoyed this again. Shout out to all of our regular listeners. Um, just yeah, dude, we fucking love you. School. And honestly, we're trying to like you know we're not trying to fucking tout products and shit. We just want you to listen if you love these movies. Yeah, man. And if you love them, tell your friends. Yeah, who love them because we're just trying to have a good time. Have a know? beer, listen along. Yeah, dude. I love you guys. I love you, John. I love you, brother. I love these fucking horrible movies. <laughs> and there's a million more of them, so. Yes, so we're only getting started. Yes, we'll be back. Yeah.